When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Terrio Media. Don't wait for appreciation to buy real estate. Buy for cash flow and wait. In other words, hold that house. Your hosts, Matt Andrews and Matt Terrio. Yes, that's us. Hello, welcome. Flipping houses, it can make you rich. Holding them will make you wealthy. This is the Hold That House Show. I am Matt Terrio, and over there is Mr. Matt Andrews. Inconceivable! Inconceivable. And before we begin, we've got a free gift for you, just for you. Go to holdthathouse.com and download the 4-Hour Work Month. That's the Ten Commandments to Managing Property Managers. And they're really just they're the key ingredients to financial independence through real estate. And they are the, the financial, um, they're the key ingredients to financial independence that, that no one's telling you about. So you can get those for free. We made those available to you for free. And if I told you how much it costs for us to put that together and to accumulate the experience to create that, you probably wouldn't even believe me. And uh, if I told you and you did believe me, you wouldn't be able to wait to get there because they are free. So go to free, or no, go to holdthathouse.com. All right, I'm going to, I'll be okay. I'm going to straighten myself up and right get now. Get it for free. Yeah. <laughs> a little too much ad lib there. <laughs> Got a little too big for my britches. That's right. This is That's real. Right. This is real. This is real radio. This is real radio. Yes. That's right. Absolutely. So what are we talking about today, Maddie? Today we are talking about uh, questions that you should ask your property manager mm. or a property manager before you hire them, before they become your property manager. Okay. These are the questions. So you that should talk you should to ask. them before you hire them. Uh, it's probably a good idea to talk to them. Maybe have a conversation. Got it. Maybe two. Maybe even you know multiple. Have, ask some probing questions. Yes, like exactly. It. All right. So. You know, I, I'm not going to talk about the obvious stuff, guys. I'm going to talk about, you know, well, maybe some of the stuff is obvious, but I'm going to talk about really three main questions that I ask a property manager mm-hmm. uh, before I'm going to hire them to do anything for me, right? Okay. Uh, Matt, you've got a ton of experience with this. You're, I in do. Ten, you're in 10 different markets. You have, as we learned on a previous podcast, you have multiple property managers in each of those in markets, each market, right? Right, because mm-hmm. you, you have to have those understudies because you learned a valuable lesson there. So you've done a lot of this. You've sat down with a lot of property managers. I have talked to a lot. You've asked a lot of questions. So, uh, so chime in here and, and definitely tell me some ones sure. you're asking as we. How do many this. do you have over there? I mean, I just really have kind of three okay. main questions. Very good. Um, now you can ask all kinds of questions, and you know, I sit down to interview somebody to get a sense of them. Sure. A lot of times, you know, so I ask questions that sometimes I don't even need the answers to, but I'm just trying to get a a feel for them right. and how they operate. That's a really good strategy, and I'll talk about that in a second. But let's cool. let's go with your three questions. Cool. Cool. So uh, the first question. Um, not always the first question I ask, but a question I always make sure I know at the end of that conversation is, you know, Mr. Property Manager, do you own properties yourself? Mm. Are you a real estate investor? Fantastic right? question. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the first things I want to know. And sometimes, um, you know, if I don't get the answer I want to that question, I won't even really set up a real interview. I might mm. do that over the phone before I even sit down with them face to face, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to know, you know, do they have an ownership mentality? That's what I want to understand. Um, is this just a job for them? Are they providing a service and they don't have an ownership mentality? Because to me, 
That makes all the difference in the world. Right. You know, somebody who owns properties, who understands cash flow, who understands uh, what it takes to make a property cash flow and knows that from an ownership side, not just a service side. Uh, you really can't put a you can't put a value on that, right? right? I mean, that is invaluable if you can hire a property manager that owns properties. So, you know, my manager in Florida, and my backup manager, <laughs> and you know, my managers in in Michigan and some of these other markets I'm in, uh, they are all investors themselves, mm-hmm. right? Now, it's not their primary income; they don't do it like you and I do it, you know, and they haven't amassed the the portfolios that we have, and you know, aren't you know aren't able to have that kind of freedom because they're still working that day-to-day job, but they're building something for themselves. And most importantly, they understand the ownership mentality. Mm-hmm. That's just key. You know, I can't, I really can't say enough about that. So that's one of the key questions I make sure I always ask. Another question I ask is, I ask specific questions about their processes. Mm-hmm. And I ask that question not because I'm so concerned with what the process actually is, Mm-hmm. As much as I'm concerned that they have that a process. they have one. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I ask about, great, so tell me your tenant screening process. Mm-hmm. That's all I ask. Right. And if they don't immediately come to me with, okay, here's what we do. Step one, we do this. Step two, we do this. Step three, we do that. Mm-hmm. If they can't immediately, succinctly, quickly tell me that, it makes me think that they either don't do it or they haven't done it enough to know how to tell me. Right. That's a red flag. Right. If I ask them, you know, okay, great. What is, um, you know, somebody stops paying rent. They tell you they're never going to pay again. Uh, what's the process for eviction? Mm-hmm. You know, what I want to hear is, what I don't want to hear is, well, you know, we try to work with the people and uh, right. da, 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 you know, if you ask that question to my manager in Florida, what's the process for eviction? The day they're late, we push a three-day notice. In three days, if we don't hear from them, this happens. In yeah. five days after that, if that doesn't happen, this happens. Yeah. And on this day, this happens. Yeah. That's how it works. Then they're out. Right. That's what you want to hear, That's right? That's what you want to hear. Step-by-step process, yeah. boom, here it is. And the confidence in their voice is what I'm really looking for of, yeah, I know this process because I've done this a few times. Mm-hmm. You know, I do this. Just a sec. 30 seconds, actually, while we chip away at the rent. We'll be right back. Is Wall Street failing to meet your expectations? Has your 401k tragically turned into a 201k or worse? Don't panic. You don't have a money problem. You have an idea problem. We're turnkeyallies.com and we'd like to share with you a new idea how one small shift can transform your financial future and accelerate its arrival. Go to turnkeyallies.com to get this new idea that Wall Street doesn't want you to know about. turnkeyallies.com More control, less risk. turnkeyallies.com One of my managers in St. Louis, he's like, I am there at noon on the day after. Yes. Is that they're late. There you go. Like, he's there at the time. Like, he's waiting out by the door. Sure. Here's the notice. Yep. And, you know, that notice doesn't come down until I get paid. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So, I mean, especially with the eviction process, you want to know that they know. But all the processes, mm-hmm. tenant screening, eviction, uh, what their process is for re-renting, mm-hmm. you know, um, what their process is for maintenance. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, what is your process for maintenance? I have uh, two maintenance providers that I use for this type of work, and then I have a maintenance provider that does this, and then a backup that does this. Mm-hmm. And I want to know exactly what that is. And I don't care what it is. I just want to know that they know. That, right. Right? I want to hear the confidence in their voice. Hey, I got this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love it when they're also investors themselves because they say, yeah. And it's the same people I use for my properties. And it's the same way I manage my properties. All this stuff is lumped in here together. Your properties, my properties, they're all treated the same way. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Right? So so more so than the actual process. I'm not sitting there writing down every step of the process. I want to hear the confidence in their voice. I want to know there's a process for that. Uh, and then the other thing I ask for is... 
Um, and this is, you know, from experience because uh, I don't know if you've ever hired a property manager only to get a report from them, uh, you know, about the income or whatever, and you just can't read the statement. You mm. can't make you can't make any sense out of it. It's right. like you have to have an advanced uh, accounting degree to make sense of it. Right. You know, and maybe that's the system they're using. Whatever. If you can't tell me if I'm if you manage ten or twenty properties for me, and I get a statement from you, and I can't make heads or tails of it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I mean, you guys know from listening to this podcast, I can't even calculate cap rates in my head. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I I can barely use a calculator. But I mean. If I can't understand the statement, there's an issue. There's a problem. So I'm going to ask for an example statement. I'm going to ask for I'm going to, I'm going to ask for a, a real statement. I'm going to ask you know give me one of your clients that have ten properties or whatever like I do with you, and you know mark out their names. I don't need to know their names. I just need to see it. Mm-hmm. I need to understand how you're reporting, and I need to understand what you're reporting and what your process is. Because if that communication is not right then what you're looking at is a phone call every time I get a statement. Right. You know, and we're going to have to have a conversation for you to decipher that expense statement for me or that maintenance statement or whatever it is. So mm-hmm. I want to see a simple, easy to understand statement each month. And those are the three things I ask for. Now, there's lots of other questions I ask. There's lots of other procedural type questions, but those are the ones I really want the answers to. And it's like I said, it's more just seeing the confidence that they've done this over and over and over again. Uh, and that they've got it, you know. It's it, that's what I want to see, mm-hmm. and that kind of confidence instills confidence in me. And then that person's going to get to that second phase of the interview, or maybe I'll hire them, right? You know. So that's that's kind of what I want to see. Now I know you've had probably even more conversations with property mm-hmm. managers than I have. So what are some of your kind of well, tips of the trade there? My my questions are. are, are Somewhat the same. I've got a few more. And, and you can go Google like top five questions to ask a property manager, top 10 questions to ask a property manager. And if you do a little bit of research, all of those questions were written by property managers. You know, <laughs> The top and, 10 questions property managers want you to ask. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you download that from their website. And so here, bring these questions to me while you interview me. So I, I like your approach where it doesn't really matter the questions that you ask. Um, not not to, to the uh, the importance that most people would think. Um, certainly they are important and it's it's uh, more the the character uh, or the the way that they answer those questions sure. is, is a is the bigger thing and, and you want to see certainty you want to see confidence the one question i always ask though is your first question do you own investment property yourself i want them to be able to sympathize and empathize and understand me as their client sure. that owns multiple properties um also another thing to keep in mind and why i don't think the questions are that important people might be thinking what do you mean the questions aren't that important? No, no, no. You got to get the answers. Well, when you're interviewing somebody, everyone shows up to an interview on their best behavior. They show up and and as them their best self. But not until you know you're actually doing business do you really get to see who they are and what they're all about and handle they handle the business and what their character is and you know their disposition and their their you know competency. You don't get to see that. Yeah. Until you actually are working with them. So the, so the sad part about the whole thing is to find good property managers. A lot of times you might end up and you probably will working with some bad ones. Sure. So I, well, one of my tenets is I, I am slow to hire, quick to fire. And, and that, that's that's really important. And I'm, I, I'm at a fault. Sometimes I'm a little bit over considerate. I'm a little bit more of an empathizer than I would like to be. Sure. I don't like that about myself. But, um, you need to be more mean, Matt. I do, I do, and, and that's, a mean streak. I've got people for that. <laughs> I've got the bad. You cop hire up, mean people. The bad cop works upstairs. Sure, sure. And they make the calls for me when I need them. I wouldn't cross her. Right? No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I wouldn't either. But uh, I'm getting better, 
and I'm very quick to pull the trigger. And and so you know, the more and more we were talking a uh, very several episodes ago when when someone's taking money from you, you see that well they're not necessarily taking money from me. They're taking that money from my daughter. They're yep. taking my, that money from my daughter's education. Personalize it. And, and that is definitely that mindset since we've talked and since we've met. That's empowered me to be a little bit more forceful. And uh, it's much easier. Sure. <laughs> you know. So that that's one thing. And just keep in mind that they're always on their best behavior. So the questions that you ask aren't the most important. But the questions that you do ask, you want to watch for their character and how they answer that. The confidence and the confidence in which they answer. And... Um, Keep in mind that you might you might make a bad decision. You might hire a bad one. Don't beat yourself up over it. We've all done it, and sometimes it's just a necessary evil of the business to find the good one. Sure. You know, it's like good, looking for a good mechanic or looking for a good dentist. You might have to go to a couple of battles before you're like, ah, I like this one. Sure. When, I, when I moved into the Michigan market, uh, it wasn't until my third try mm-hmm. that I found somebody. Right. And, you know, sadly, and it probably says something about me, I interviewed that one first, the one that I eventually uh, circled back and hired, uh-huh. I thought they were too much or I thought they were just, you know, too big of a company or something like that. I wanted somebody more personal. Well, I did. I got somebody more personal and then I fired them. Then I right. got someone again and then I fired them and then I went back to that first person. Got it. So it happens to all of us. Yeah. I was 12 years in the business when that happened. Right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, even with all that experience, you just don't know. I mean, exactly. sometimes you just, you, we don't all have the greatest of lie detectors or the sure. BS detectors, you sure. know. But here's one thing that works really well for me and this is one strategy is Regardless of what questions I'm asking, I always save one question. I save a question that I do not ask. And I call back afterwards, after hours, and leave that question on the voicemail Hmm. or with the answering service. And I wait to see how long it takes for them to get back to me. You know, I like so that. I want them to get back to me the next day, and that's a good indicator of when they're going to get back to you. If you have an issue or a challenge or a very important question while they're working for you, that's really good. So you've interviewed them that day, maybe, but then you save, you hold one question, hold back. one question back. You call after hours, mm-hmm. and then you see how long it takes for them to respond to you the next day. Exactly. Okay. And uh, unfortunately, I lose a lot of people that I really thought I liked. With that one test. You save yourself a lot of trouble, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot so. easier to not hire somebody than to fire somebody, right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. But that's really good, man. But a couple of my questions I like um, I like to ask, uh, what's the number one cause for turnover in your properties? I also like to ask about a system. Do you have a client retention system or a tenant retention system? So those yeah. are two other questions I like to know, and I like to get some you know confidence in their response. Absolutely. With those two questions. But... Uh, yeah, that's my approach to interviewing a property manager, finding good ones. And, uh, you know, you don't always get it right. You don't. And, you know, a lot of times, too, with property managers, you have to get a sense of, can they, do they have the emotional fortitude to handle property management? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some property managers, um, you know, they'll burn out because they don't have the right For mentality. Sure. You know, it's a tough business. You it know, is. And, I, and I was a property manager, you know, of about 300 units at one point, you know, some of my properties and a bunch of other people's properties. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, it drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it drove me absolutely crazy because it's emotionally a tough job and it takes a certain personality to handle it, right? right? And I don't mean harsh or uncaring or unfeeling. I just mean kind of a resilience to uh, just dealing with tough personalities and tough situations. You know, after a while, it will drive some personality types crazy. Right. Uh, the right property manager takes all that in stride. Yep. They never get too high. They never get too low. They're even keeled. They treat everybody the same. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, hey, doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what the deal is. You don't pay rent. Here's what happens. And this is the way it goes. Nothing personal. Right. But this is what's happening. And it's happening now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and they do it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> For sure. 
for sure. Fair but firm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. And that, that's a good lesson, actually, for for all of your team members that you you uh, go ahead and interview and that you eventually hire. Is that just remember that um, you are you, they are they, and uh, what you don't like to do. There are people out there that find play in that. Exactly. And uh, so that's a good thing to look for. Some people love it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't understand them, but uh, they do. <laughs> but I'm glad they do, <laughs> yeah, I'm and, glad I'm glad, they do. and I'm glad we can hire them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All righty. So um, that's it for today. Questions to, to uh, ask a property manager when you're hiring, when you're interviewing, how to properly interview a, a project or a property manager. All righty. So flipping houses, that can make you rich. Holding them will make you wealthy. We'll be back next week. Until then, remember, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. Hold that house! Contrary to popular belief, a lack of funding is not the biggest barrier to starting a business. It's excuses. But don't let a lack of funding be your excuse. We are Epic Fast Funding, and we'd like to fund your business with up to $150,000 in revolving credit lines. If you've got 60 seconds and a solid credit score, you could have access to your funds in as little as seven days. Go to EpicFastFunding.com to fill out our 60-second application. It's fast, it's simple, up to $150,000 in as little as seven days. Go to EpicFastFunding.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.